Today's shear is Masech the Yuvam the Staff Nun Hey. We will begin on Daf Nun Dalanam and Bays, five lines from the bottom. At the end of our previous shear, we had a discussion when the Torah says specific women are usher because they represent the Nisa Erva. The question that we did, we discussed is that only is that Minav Minaim is that a paternal relative, a maternal relative, or both? And the Gemara had proof on each type of erva, what type of a relative we are discussing. One of the ervas that we've discussed many times in our Masechta is the erva of Achoy Achoy is your wife's sister. It's a unique erva, as we've discussed. The Torah says, And as we discussed, it's an erva that's only also to you when, as long as your wife is alive. But what that means to say is that even if the woman to whom you were married, you're no longer married to, as long as, long as that woman is alive, you're not allowed to marry her sister. After that woman passes away, then you're allowed to marry her sister, then the Allah is you're allowed to marry her sister. Another question is, when we speak about a chais ishtai, well, who is included in the Isra of Achais Ishtai? Is it a, a wife, your wife's paternal sister or maternal sister? Who is included and who is not included? And the Gemara tries to bring a raya to this issue from a Mishnah that we're going to learn later in the Masechta on that Tzadik Vav Aleph. Vod the Mishnah over there discusses the situation where Amrulai, they told a married man who, who went to Medina Siyam, they told him, your wife has died. He married her paternal sister under the assumption that his wife is dead. Mesa, and then that paternal Mesa, and then she died. She sec- he was told that your second wife died, and he married the second wife's maternal, maternal sister. Now, this, she was the second wife's maternal sister. Her second wife was thus a sister to the first wife through her father and a sister to the third wife through her mother. The first and third wives were not sisters at all. They didn't have not the same father and not the same mother. Then, Mesa, and then again, he was told that his third wife died and he married her paternal Sister, so because he thought his third wife is dead, he married her paternal sister. So she was related to the third wife through a father, not related to the second wife, nor certainly not to the first wife. Mesa, and then he was told that this fourth wife passed away, and he married her maternal sister. This wife is only related to the fourth wife, but not to the first, second, or third wives. And now, he discovered that none of the women that he had married really had passed away. So the Bish, the Paskins, he's allowed to remain married with the first, third, and five wives because the, his marriage with the first wife made, and when it was still really a valid marriage because his wife had never died, made his marriage with, his second, with the half-sister, the second wife, Meaningless, 
because as we said at the beginning of Ashir, you can't be married to your wife's sister. Then his marriage to the third wife was fine because since he was never married to the second wife and to the first wife was, and the first wife was not related to the third wife, that's why that marriage is fine. Then his marriage to the fourth sister is void because she's a sister to the third wife. And since that fourth wife was never legally his, legally his wife, therefore the marriage to the fifth wife is fine. Continues the Mishnah to teach us, a say him, if the husband dies without any children, the brothers have to do Yibam Chalitza. They have to do Yibam Chalitza with any of these three wives and the others are released because of the halacha that we've learned so many times. That if you do chalitza with one yibam with chalitza, one wife, all the other wives are exempt. Vasser bervis, he may not remain. The husband may not be may remain with the second and the fourth wives. Obviously, for the reason that we've been giving, because they're considered sisters of his wife. They ain't behayis achas the doing beer with, if he dies, and one of the brothers doing beer with one of these sister-in-laws would be a meaningless act as far as Yibam Mechalitza, because Yibam Mechalitza is only valid if it's done to a wife who's a real wife. These women are not real wives to him, to this deceased brother. Since they're not real wives to the, to the deceased brother, the halacha is that a yibam machalitza that would be done with them is a meaningless is a meaningless act, says the Gemara. Vimba al shniel Going back to two points that we made, that is that a chais ishtai is is mutter after his wife dies. So when he was told that his first wife passed away, that was a true statement. And therefore, his marriage with the second wife is a valid marriage because you're allowed to marry a sister after your wife dies. Therefore, the first wife is no longer here. She truthful, she truly passed away. The second wife, who is her sister, is mutter to him because you're allowed to marry your sister's wife after she passes away. And then the rest of the case is identical to what we discard, we discard began the shear with. And that is we began the shear with them quoting the Mishnah that he's, allowed to mar- that he's marrying the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth with all, all sisters based on erroneous reports of their death. The marriage in this case with the second wife and the fourth wife will be fine. The marriage with the second wife is fine because it took place after the first wife, her sister's death. The marriage with the third wife is not fine because she's a sister to the second wife who is still very much his wife. The marriage to the fourth wife is fine because she's not married to any of the other wives. He's not married to the first wife, not related. doesn't make a difference. The first wife is not alive. She's not related to the second wife. And the third wife, it was not really of marriage. So there is no problem with Chais Ishtoi. The fifth wife, who is a sister, is Osir, the fourth wife is fine, and therefore, the Allah is yibam done with the second or the fourth wife 
will be considered a yibum if he dies without children, a proper yibum or chalitza, to the degree a poitrister, say him, that if there were other wives, they would not require, as always is the halacha with yibum. But the marriage to the shlishis to the chamishis is a meaningless act. That marriage is a marriage to a sister. But what do we see? The way we describe this case, the basis of the, the describing the case, uh, the basis of describing the case is that they were sisters. Sometimes they were maternal sisters, and sometimes they were paternal system. And yet we see that it doesn't make a difference. They considered achos ishtoi under both circumstances. Alma achos ishtoi. From here we clearly see that the iser of achos ishtoi applies. So what we've been able to establish first is the fact. The fact is that the Isser of Achais Ishtoi applies in both cases. Tysus asked the question, why does the why do we have to say Paitris Sarasayim? Of course, Paitris Sarasayim. That's one of the most fundamental halachas we learn throughout this Masechta, that when a proper Khalitsu Yibam is done, it exempts and it takes care of all the wives. So Taisu says, it's given that this you, you, is such a, such a unique situation to, that we have here, that there's some wives that is, are truly his wives, some women are not his wives, maybe because of this type, because of this concern, Chazal would say you have to do separate chalitza on everybody to make sure that the people who deserve, who are supposed to have chalitza, get the chalitza. And the people who are not supposed to have it don't have it. That's why the Mishnah had to teach us that no, whoever, if you did the chalitza with the person you were supposed to do, that's all that Chazal, that's all that Chazal were looking for. Furthermore, along the same line, the Rishonim ask, why was it necessary for us to have a case with so many women, with five women? What's the point in having so many women in this discussion? And again, here too the Rishonim say, the more women that you have, the more room for mix-up. And maybe because there's so many women involved, some he's allowed to remain married to, some he's not allowed to be married to. Maybe because there's room for mix-up. Chazal would just say that in all cases, just don't, you can't live with any of the sisters, teaches us whose mutter is mutter, and whoever's mutter is not mutter. But one thing, so, but what, we, what was relevant to our shir is that from here we see that achos ishtoi, this of achos ishtoi applies both menav or both menaim, whether she's a maternal sister or paternal sister. Ask the Gemara, now, we, now that we have established that halacha, ask the Gemara Nolan, from where do we know this halacha? Says the Gemara, Yalef, we learn it from a Gemara that we learned in our previous year. Yalef mechaisa, we learn this from the Issa word, achaisai. Machaisai, just like we learned in our previous year. Beim and av, beim and aim. This of achaisai applies whether she's your maternal or paternal sister. Afkan, this of achais ishtoi applies beim and av, beim and aim. But ask the Gemara again, Vilelef midaydasai. We learned that halacha is that one is not to marry the wife of your fa- his father's brother, and there we learned madadosoi menav. It's only your father's paternal brother that there's an iser of daydosoi v'loy menaim. So we should perhaps say afkan by the iser of achos ishtoi. It's bay menav bay menaim. We should learn that it's this. It's the, that's two is only a paternal sister. Your wife's. 
paternal sister, not maternal sister. Answers the Gemara, and makes more sense. Says the Gemara, the approach the Gemara takes is similar to the approach the Gemara took in our previous year. We look for the better match. It says, says the Gemara, it's a better match to learn from a choisai shekein kroyve atzmai mi kroyve atzmai. A choisai are your relatives. So too are a choisai, your relatives. The other relative, Aishas Achi Aviv, is not your relative. It's a relative of your father who's passed down to do to you. Ask the Gemara. You can make an argument the other way. At Rabba, Mididosa have a little melef. The match to Doidosoi, asked the Gemara, perhaps, is a better match. She came Dovali de Kedushin. The Doidosa becomes also to you because your uncle married this woman. We should learn, so Achois Ishtoi is also to you because of a marriage that took place, the marriage with your wife. And so too did Doidosa become also to you because I de Kedushin. Rather than a chais, a which is not through kedushin, your sister is not also to you because of your of marriage. Your sister is also to you because she's your sister. So the Gemara is saying, yes, we could have learned from a and from a we would reach the conclusion that it's both min av min aim, but maybe we should learn from eishasach. And eishasach, so maybe is a better match. Says the Gemara. One of the other halachas we learned in our previous year was the Isra of Eishas Ach, Yalpinen. They came. Now, your, 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 your brother's wife became also to you because of a marriage. She came Dovai De Kedushin. And therefore, says the Gemara, the halach, therefore we learned from Eishas Ach, that's why Achais Ishtoi is, Eishas Ach is the source. And by Eishas Ach, the halach is that you, it's whether it's a maternal brother or maternal brother, there's an Isser of Eishasach. So Taisus asks, he says, we learned in our previous year that one of the things that Eishasach and Achais Ishtoi are different is Achais Ishtoi, you can marry more, more women. And by marrying more women, you will have more Achais Ishtois. That wouldn't happen by Eishasach. So if that's the case, why are we saying that Eishas Ach is a better match? So Taisha says that this is not, this Gemara is not to be understood the way we learn everywhere else in Shas. Everywhere else in Shas, when we have a Limud, we want to learn one subject from, from, one subject from another subject. So the Gemara ha- asks often as we learn in our Shurim, well, is it truly a correct match? Here what we're learning is a Gili Milsa. Gili Milsa, as the Ramban explains, Taisus. The Gili Milsa means that there's a word in the Torah, We don't know how to define the words, Here we're coming to say the definition. Definition don't have those strict rules that it has to be a perfect match. Veishis Ach, asked the Gemara Gufa Manola, how do we know that the halacha of Eishas Ach being Osir is whether he's your maternal brother or paternal brother. The Tanya, the Pasuk says, Eishas Ach, Ervis Eishas Achichalai Segala, Beim and Av, Beim and Ain. Continues the Braisa. Ata Oimer, 
Beiman Av Beiman Aim. Doesn't mean doesn't doesn't make a difference. Doesn't mean that way. Or I know maybe it means Men Av Aim. Only Eishasach, a paternal brother's wife, is also not a maternal brother's wife is also. But Dinu. And the Bryce continues saying we can make a strong argument for that type of position. Chayv Khan, the Torah says that there's an Isra Eshesach, the Chayv Bachoysoy, and there's a Chayv Bachoysoy. Ma Achoysoy Beiman Abmanaim, as we just learned, this Achoysoy applies both by maternal and paternal sister. Af Khan, Menav Beimanaim. Says the Gemara, or Kalech, maybe we should have a different approach. And the approach we should follow is Chayv Khan. There's an Isser of Eshesach, the Chayba the Dosa, and there's an Isser that you're not allowed to marry your father's brother's wife. And as we've been discussing, Mada Dosoi, Menav Lemonaim, this Isser of the aunt is only a, a brother, your father's paternal brother's wife, not his maternal brother's wife. We can make an argument that Afkan by Eshesach, it's also only Menav Lemonaim. It's only a paternal brother's wife and not a maternal brother's wife. So says the Gemara, whenever you have this type of a situation, we don't know where to go. We look for the better match. So says the Gemara, let's see which is a better match. Isser Eishas Ach is an Isser that your relative, Achois Ishtoi is your relative, the match with the Dosso is not the better match because her is to you is not because of you, rather it's because because of your father. But the Gemara makes a counter argument. Let's talk about Eishas Ach that became also to you because your brother married her. The Dosso became also to you, because your uncle married this woman. We shouldn't learn from Achoysoy, which is an Issa Bar Me'elov. It's a woman that you're usher. And therefore, it's not a bad match. Tamalimer says the Gemara, the Pasuk says, by the Issa Ervas Achicha, Ervas Achicha, he, just to teach us that Beiman Av, Beiman Ain. We learn from the Pasuk, and the way that we show and explain, we read the words of that Pasuk, the Pasuk says, So the Torah is repetitive. Why why do we learn from the repetition in that Pasuk? What we learn from that that is that the Yisr Eishas Ach applies both a maternal brother and paternal brother. Ask the Gemara, Ask the Gemara, Amy Edi, but ask the Gemara, maybe the end of the Pasik, and as we just said, the limit is based on the repetitiveness of the Pasik. But maybe ask the Gemara, what we learn from this repetitiveness is something else altogether. Amy Edi is our Ashish Achman Av. It's still the Torah is limited that when the Torah says you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife, it's only your paternal brother. But why does the Torah there, but the question then, Arises. Why does the Torah have to say the same thing twice? Chodob. One is in the case the Yeshle Bonov that your sister, that your brother has children. Bala and your husband and her husband is still alive. The brother is still alive. The Chodob and the end of the passage is coming to teach us that they don't have children. Bala and the passage is teaching us that in both cases, even in a case where there are no children. And since the, that woman has the potential to teach us 
the, the potential to have to get married to you for Yibam, still, as long as the husband is alive, there is no Yibam and there is an Isser. But they're still limiting, according to this shot in the Pasuk, that Eishas Ach is only going to have Loi Aim. Says the Gemara, Eish, the Halacha of Ein Loi Bonim, that your Eishas Ach is also to you, as long as the husband is alive, that we don't need this Pasuk. That we can learn from a Gemara that we learned in yesterday's year from Rav Huna Nafka. Rav Huna said the way we know that Eishas Ach, who doesn't have children, as long as the husband is alive, is also to you, the Torah says the word Nidahi. The Torah is comparing it to Nida. The Torah is saying, that even, and what is the Torah saying, as Rav Huna taught us in our previous year, that even though the Nida ultimately, after she's no longer Nida, after the days pass and she's no longer seeing Dam, and she goes to the mikvah, she's mutter to her husband, so too the Eishas Ach, will be mutter after, if there's no children after the death of the husband. But as long as the husband is alive, there's an Issacharis. So if that's the case, we already know this halacha. So we can't say that that's the need for the repetitive, that's the point of the repetitiveness of the Pasuk. Veima, says the Gemara, the Gemara persists. Amy Edevi Edi, that both parts of the Pasuk are talking about Eishas Achman Aim, and God is coming to teach us that if they're children and the husband is alive, you're not allowed to marry her. In a case where there are children, but even though the brother died, but if he left children, then there's no heter of Eishas Ach. The Isser of Eishas Ach, as we've said so many times in this Masechta, will remain. Says the Gemara, in a case where a yeshle bonim that if the brother left children, you're not allowed to marry his wife. For that, we don't need a pasuk. Let's because the Torah, when it speaks about the mitzvah of yibum, speaks about mid amar that if the brother died without children, that's when his wife becomes mutter. We clearly see from here hayeshle bonim that if there were be children asura. Says the Gemara Vidilma, the Gemara says, maybe what the Pasuk is coming to teach us, if she doesn't have children, so she becomes a Shemeris Yavim. So under those circumstances, a Sur Alma, she's not allowed to marry anyone else. She's a Shemeris Yavim. She has to marry the Yavim to fulfill the mitzvah of Yibam. Yesh Labonim, but if she had children, Shari Alma, the Shari Yama that everybody can marry her. The mitzvah is not there, but there's no prohibition to marry her. Inami, or we could say the Pasik, Ainle Bonim, the Torah is coming to teach us that, so the Torah is coming to teach us that if there are no children, she remains an Ashes Ach. Or Inami, a little stopper, and I saw that some Rishonim explain that the Inami here is not to be understood as another Pshat, it's just sharpening the first Pshat. Ainle Bonim, if the brother die without children, not only is the Eishas Ach mutter, but there's a mitzvah. Yesh Labonim, if there are children, so it's not, the mitzvah isn't there because Baruch, the, the brother died with children, uh, but there's a still a Rishus, you would be allowed to marry her. Inami, ain't Labonim in, if there are no children, she's allowed to marry her brother-in-laws. Yesh Labonim, if there were children, Loi, you're not allowed to marry her. But, 
even though the Torah is clearly teaching us that you're not allowed to marry your sister-in-law if the brother left children, how do we learn this? Because the Torah said, as we said before, that if the ain't lebanim, marry her. So we learned from there, if there were children, you're not allowed to marry her. That would be considered a lav, that the way we know something is usur, is a lav above mechlal essay. It's a lav which is extrapolated from an essay. And throughout Shas, the Gemara says that when we have a situation of a lav above mechlal essay, such a situation is not considered a lav. It's only considered an essay. And we're trying to prove that it should be, that the isser of Eishas Ach, that when she's usur, she's also with isser lav. And if we're going to learn, if we're going to rely just on this, we're going to end up only being a lava bomb mechlala say, which is only considered an assay. Answers the Gemara. Kos of Krachrina, there's another posik. Eris achicha gila. The Tyrus says, again, Eris achicha gila. Why does the Tyrus say that again? To teach us that whether it's a maternal sister or a maternal sister, it's usr. Says the Gemara, Veima. But now the Gemara asks a different question. So now that we have equated and said that when the Torah says Eishas Ach is Aser, is Aser, both Menaim and Av, so we should equate them all the way, asked the Gemara. Ma Eishas Ach Menav Balashariya. We've been learning that if the husband, if the brother dies without children, so there's a mitzvah of Yibam, maybe we should say if the Torah can equating these two women, we should say that there should be a mitzvahibam in that case as well. Omakra, the Torah says in this Pasuk that we've been discussing, that the Isra of Eishas Achmenaim, which is the Pasuk that we've been using to teach us that the Isra applies both even by a maternal brother's wife, remains Always. So all the Rishayim ask a question that we've learned earlier in Amasechta that the Pasha of Yibam is learned from the Bnei Yaakov. And the Bnei Yaakov were only paternal brothers. So why would we think, as the Gemara just asked, that the, that the Din of Yibam applies even my maternal brothers? So Rashi asks that what the Gemara, Rashi answers, that what the Gemara means to say is that Paternal brothers have a mitzvah of Yibam. Maternal brothers don't necessarily have a mitzvah of Yibam, but they have a right to do, they have a right to do Yibam. And that means, as Rashi, as the Rajba explains what Rashi means, we, if we didn't have the Slimud, we would perhaps say that there's a still a mitzvah for the Yavim to do Yibam. Tysus says a different Territz. We, because if we were lying, only on these psukim, we would think that Yibam applies only when a brother is both a maternal and paternal brother. But if somebody is only a paternal brother, maybe there's no mitzvah of Yibam. That's why the Gemara had to answer, had to bring earlier in Amasechta, the Alocha, the Limud from the Bnei Yaakov. From there we learned that even if they're only paternal brothers, the mitzvah of Yibam apply. The Torah Parshas Achimais speaks about the various women who are Asr, Be'erva. And then the Torah says at the end of the parsha, Kikola Shiyasmi Kola Tevis Ha'elo, Benechrasa Nefashas Ha'isim Karev Ama. Then the Pasik in Parshas Kedoshin again 
speaks about the various ervis to teach us which are there's a Mises Besden, and then which are which there is a Chiv chorus. Says the Gemara, a chayis the kosvei with chorus. So ask the Gemara when the Torah says there's an iser chiv chorus in Parshas Kedoshim. If somebody has relations with his sister, lomeli, why does the Torah have to say this? If, as we said a moment ago, the Torah in Parshas Achrimoy says that in all cases, unless stated otherwise, there's a chiv chorus by Arias, so there a chos is occluded. Why did the Torah have to single it out again in Parshas Kedoshim? Says the Gemara to teach us what Rabbi Yochanan taught us. Dom Rabbi Yochanan, em osen kulam behalam achas. That means if a person had relations with various women with whom he's not allowed to have relations, but he didn't realize in between these acts that he had done in Aveira. So the question is, is he chayiv one chayiv kares or is he chayiv separate chayiv kares? Says the Gemara to teach us that there's a separate chayiv kares for every act. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yitzchak, that according to Rabbi Yitzchak, that says that the reason the Torah Pashas Kedoshim repeated the Dezachiv Kares by Chaysa to teach us that if somebody did this Avera, relations with a Chaysa, and as we know, in order to get a punishment, he has to have a Sra. And the Sra that the Adam gave him, the Adam have to tell him what you're doing is an Avera, and not only must the Adam tell us, tell him that what you did is an Avera, but the Adam have to Tell him what is the punishment for that. And the Adam, when he see when they see he's about to have relations with a Chaisai, instead of saying that she's your Achaisai and it's Osir with a Chiv Karis, they say Yachaiv Malkus, says Rabbi Yitzchak, Kochaiv Krisis Beklal, Ha Yuvalama Yonsukaris Bachaisai. So Rabbi Yitzchak says that all the all the Isser Ervis are a Chiv Karis, as we learn in Pashas Achrei Mois. And the question that we've been facing, Rav Yitzchuk asks, why did the Torah again say there's a chiv chorus by Chayisa and Pasukadoshim? Ladoina bechorus to teach us that no, you're only going to get chorus and not malchus. Unlike what Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva teach us in Mesech Demakis, Daf Yud Gimel Amabez, that if somebody did an Avera for which there's a chiv chorus, but instead of warning him that he's going to get chorus, they give him malchus. The Allah is that you could give a Malchus to teach us, says Rabbi Yitzchak, that here clearly so is not the Allah. But according to Rabbi Yitzchak, that's the Limud that we learn from this repetitive Pasik and Parshish Kedoshim. So, a chorus by Chaisai. So, the halacha that Rabbi Yochanan taught us, Lechalik, that there's a separate, if you, met, if you had relations with all these women in one Helen, Yechayiv, only one that Yechayi for each one separately, where will he notice halacha? Answers the Gemara, he will learn it from the Pesach, for every separate act, you'll be chayiv. So the Achroinim ask, we're learning here from Nida. Ask the Achroinim, we've already learned earlier in Amasechta, Yesterday, Shir, Dafnundalam and Aleph, then Nida cannot serve as a source for other Arias, because Nida has this unique Chumra, Shekemetama Espayala, where uh, that makes the person who has relations with her have the Tumma of seven days like a Nida. So, how can we learn from Nida to other places as well? So, the Achroinim answer a terrace that we've said earlier in our Shir, that 
all the psukim that we're discussing in our shir today is not are not here to teach us that limudim gzayushava or whatever type of limud we have often in shas. That's not the way to understand these psukim, because then we would have indeed these questions. What the pasuk is coming to teach us says, say Achronim is a gilu milsa. How do Explain the posh, the pshat in the pasuk. When we're coming to tie, to explain the posh, the pshat in the pasuk, these types of questions, which are legitimate throughout shas, are not legitimate here. Says the Gemara, will Ask the Gemara, the Kasbarachmana, the Torah when it speaks about the Issa that we've been speaking about so often in our last two shurim that one is not going to have relations with his father's brother's wife. And the Torah says that Isser and Pashas Achimais. And then the Torah and Pashas Kedoshim says, Aririm you, Lomeli. What is the purpose of saying that? Says the Gemara, the Pasuk wants to teach us what Rabbi taught us. The Rabbi Rami, Siv, Aririm you. Aririm, Rashi explains that they don't have children. And the Torah says, Aririm you, that even if somebody did this Avera, and even though right now they have children, they will be at the end. Aririm, they will lose their children before they die. Fixiv, and there's another pasuk that says Aririm Yemusu. That means that if they didn't have children of the time of their doing Avera, they will remain that way without having children. And even if they'll have children after they do the Avera, those children will pass away. So here, the second pasuk that we quoted seems to teach us that only if there were no children at the time of the Avera, he will remain without children. The first pasuk seems to teach us that even if there were children before the Avera, those children will perish. How do we reconcile, asks Rabbah, these two psukim? How do we reconcile these two psukim? Answers Rabbah. If he had children and they did the Avera, he's unfortunately going to have to bury those children. And if he didn't have children, he's going to remember, remain that way. And the Gemara continues. Because, explains the Gemara, if the Torah would have only said, only the children that died, that were there, before he did the Aveiru, will pass away. Any children that were born after the Aveiru will not die. Only those children that came into existence after he did the Avera will pass away. The children that he had before he did the Avera will not die. That's why That's why we need to have both passing. From here we see, and this is the way Rashi explains the Gemara, that Karis comes with Ariri. The chorus doesn't only apply to someone not passing away at a young age, but it also affects his children. Tysus disagrees. Tysus says that Ariri, that chorus, it only reflects those, chorus means that the person dies. Ariri is only where the Tyrus says Ariri. That's where it affects the children. Other places not. I saw Durban in the Sanal has a different approach. He says, by the erva of Arias, since it's related to erva, which is so connected to children, that's why it affects the children as well. By other Averis, which have nothing to do with children, that's 
in those cases, the chorus affects the perpetrator of the Avera, not his children. So here we're clearly saying, and we just said Rashi clearly holds that way, that the definition of Ariri means that he doesn't have children. But asks, asked Achroinim, the part, Reb Chaim Kenevsky was asked this question, Zetzal. The Pasuk says that the Gemara says, that Yeshua was punished that he was an Ariri. And asked, it was asked to Reb Chaim Kenevsky that Yeshua, we knew, no, indeed did not have sons, but he had daughters. But here we're defining as Ariri means that it's Ariri means not having children at all. And because so says of Chaim Kamyeski, even if we follow the approach of Rashi, that Ariri means not having children, what Ariri means not having sons, but having daughters, daughters are not included according to any reason, said of Chaim Kamyeski, in the in the case of in the category of Ariri. We learned in our Mishnah that Hara, if only one did the Tchilas Bia, it's considered an act of bia. Says the Gemara, Hara da Chayvilav Menolan. How do we know if somebody did Hara in a woman that's Austin with a Chayvilav, it's considered that he did a bia? Says the Gemara, the Goli, Midagali Rechmana, Shechva Zera, by Shifcha Harufa. A Shifcha Harufa is a woman who is a Shifcha Kananis, who's Meoresis Lever Ivri. Who's married to an Ivri, who's allowed to marry Shifcha Harufa. The Torah says that one is not allowed to have relations with her. And the Torah says the word Shifcha Zera. And there it means Hara, Mechlal, Chayvelavin, Bara. The Or Chayvelavin, an act of Hara alone, is considered a valid act of Bia. But ask the Gemara, we can make a counter argument. Adarabba, Midagol Rechman Araba Chayv Krisis. The Torah says that there's a din of chayv krisis of hara mechlal chayv lavin begmarbia that all chayv lavin are only chayv begmarbia. So the question is that since the Torah says that I'm sorry that by by shifcharufa you have to have a bia gemura. So we see that only by Shifcha Harufa there's a din that you're not also, that it's not considered that you did this Avera unless there was a full-fledged Bia. Teaching us that by all other Chayv Lavin, Hara itself is considered an Avera. But ask the Gemara, we can make a counter-argument. Says the Gemara that maybe the fact that the Torah says there's an Issa Hara only by a Chayv Krisis, we'll learn by Chayv Lavin there's only Gemar Bia. But after, and that's what the Torah means to teach us. So ask Sarvashi if that's what the Torah means to teach us. Why would the Torah have to single out and say that by Shifcha Harufa there is no, there's a, no din of Hara? If that, if Shifcha Harufa is a Chayv Lavin, then it should be under all circumstances that Halacha. Says the Gemara, Hara the Chayv Lavin the Kuna. So says the so from the fact that the Torah says that by Shif Harufa it's only a Biagamura, we go back to our original point that by all Chayvilavin, Hara alone is enough. But ask the Gemara, what about Hara the Chayvilavin the Kuna? When there's a woman that's only usur to a coin, a coin is not allowed to marry a Grusha Chalala, a coin gold is not allowed to marry an Almona, Menolon, how do we know by them also that the Isra applies just to, just if there was Hara, as even as soon as there was Hara, answered the Gemara, Asi Kicha Kicha. 
And again, the Ritva asks, we have a rule throughout Shas, we can't establish a punishment just based on a Kalvachimer. So how can we say, based on this, that we should give a Einish of Einish for uh, of a laugh. So Ritva says the same terrors that we've said all throughout the, the shear. This is not to be treated like a regular Xerish Shava or regular Kalvachimer. This is to be treated as a Gili Musa. How to say Pshat in the Pasik. When we're learning Pshat in the Pasik, then these questions don't come up. Ask the Gemara. How do we know that if a woman is also to you with a chiv say there's a iser, that the iser applies as soon as you did her raw? Answers the Gemara. Ask your bia bia. By chayv eleven the Torah says bia, and by chayv essay the Torah says bia. So we learn just like by chayv eleven we've been learning the iser is as soon as there's a raw. So too by chayv essen. Ask the Gemara. shuk menolon. How do we know that a shemeres yovam? Who married not one of her brother-in-laws is usher to marry such a man. How do we know that there's a chayiv by as soon as her raw was done? Says the Gemara, Ilaman the Amr. Says the Gemara, if we're going to say that the isser for Shemeris Yavam to marry another man is a lav, so then this will be treated like all other chayiv lavin that are usher as soon as her raw takes place. And if on the other hand we're saying that the Isser for Shemer Shavan to marry another man is a Chiva say, it's going to be like all other Chiva say that we just learned there's a Chiva as soon as there's Hara. Says the Gemara, Ella Yavama Yavam. The question is that how do we know that as soon as the Yavam does Hara in the Yavama, it's considered that she becomes his wife? Menolan, the din that we learned at the mission at the beginning of this parak, answers the Gemara. Asya bia bia. We learn Xerishava, bia bia. It says by Chayv 11 bia. It says here bia. Ask the Gemara. Dalacha, as the Gemara teaches us at the beginning of Sechta Kedushin, he should nickness. A woman can become one's wife. And one of the ways that a woman can become a wife is through bia. So ask the Gemara, Ishlabala, that this Kedusha bia and the Kedusha bia are affected with through Harah, Menolan. Answers the Gemara as Kicha Kicha. The Torah, when it speaks about getting married, speaks about the word Kicha. And the Torah speaks about, when it speaks about Chiva Krisis, it says Kicha. So we learned that by both of them, Hara is enough. Says the Gemara, Amarava, Lomali the Kasrachmana Shikha Zera, Beshikha That we're learning, as we said a few moments ago, by Shikha Rufa. It's only considered that you violated the Aveira if you had Gemar Bia. Ask the Gemara why did the Torah have to say that by Shifcha Kharufa and Shifcha Zera Ish. And the Torah points out that by an Ashish Ish, the halacha is the Torah uses the word Sheikh when somebody has relations with an Ashish Ish, the Torah uses the word Shifcha Zera and the Torah uses the word Shifcha Zera by a Saita. Says the Gemara, Shif Kharufa, the reason it was stated is that was we're learning, Kramoran, that you're only Chayiv for having relations with the Shif Kharufa if you did a Gemar Bia. If there was no Gemar Bia, you wouldn't be Chayiv. Deshesish, why does the Torah use the word Shif Chazer by Neshesish? To teach us Pratl Meshamish Mace, that if the person had relations with the wife, we had relations with an Ashish, with an Aver Mace, where his organ is not 
erect, the halach is she's not chayiv for having relations with Eishasish. Says the Gemara, Hanich l'mandom m'sham shmeis barayis potter. There is a machloikis about this subject. So indeed, according to the opinion that says that you had relations with a woman with such a situation, you potter. El l'mandom m'chayiv, According to Mandom Yechayev, we're back to our question, Mayakal Meimar, what is the point of Torah saying Shikh Zera by the Isra of Eshesish? Says the Gemara El Pratl Meshamish Mesa. What the Torah means to say is that if somebody has relations with a wife, when, when, with some, with a married woman after she passed away, that, that is not considered having relations with an Eshesish. Sakatat Chamina, because one can make an argument, even after one's wife passes away, Nami Ikri Sheira, that she's still considered in certain manners, the Torah says, Ish Sheira. So therefore we would say, So even though this woman is no longer alive, it should be still considered that you had relations with an Eshesish. Kamash Malon, that that is not Allah. But it's very interesting. Here we're learning that there is an Isser, that there may be a difference in Tashmish when Ava Mace, if the organ is Mace or the organ is not Mace. This is a very relevant discussion that the Mechas Yitzchak, Setzal, and Chayla Gimel, Simon Kufches discusses in regarding the question if one has to have Zerah, Taken out from his body in order that he should, because there's a, there's an issue with him having children and taking out the zera is the issue of a tzar zera of atala. It could be that if it's done by Ava Mace, there's, it's much more, less of, it's much less of a shayla. Saita Lamali, what did her have to say? Shikha zera by Saita Lachitanya, Shikha zera, Pratl Dover Acher. Ask the Gemara, what is meant with the words Dover Acher? Amar of Sheshes, Prat Lachikinolo. If somebody, we know that the procedure of making a woman into a soita is first has to be kina, he has to be warned the husband, warned the wife that she should no longer remain secluded with a certain man. That if he said shlok darka, that he he told his he told the wife when he told his wife, Rashi explained, don't have don't remain secluded with that man, but. He only said that I'm only warning you about Bishalai Kadarka. Amalai Rava. So the Torah is saying that that is not considered a, a legitimate kinui to make a, to make the wife into Saita. Amalai Rava, so Rava says, Mishkave Isha. And since we always learn that Bish like Kadarka is considered a beer when you're doing an Aveira, why would we say here that a kinush like Kedarka is not considered a valid kinush? When he said to her, I don't want you to come close to her, but but it didn't say anything about having relations, that the Allah is that that won't be considered a kinush. Amalai Baya. So Baya says to Rava, I need a posse for that. Pritzasa. Asrachmana, even though it's an it's an avera, and as the Mechas Chinuch says, it's an avera deraisa because the Torah says leisikavu legalis erva, and the Shulchan Aruch in fact says that if somebody does have that type of a relationship with an eshesish, he would get malchus. But still, it's not what the Torah meant. It's not what the Torah meant 
when it speaks about kinui. Kinui is relation with having bia. Elamabaya, praklashikinla that he told her he can't put you, that you may not allow him to put the aver next to you. Says the Gemara. So hara means haknosis atara, and the shika doesn't make her usher. And that's what the Torah is saying that the kinui was only for in the shika. It won't be considered a valid nakia kinui. Elamandom nashika that hara means nashika malikul meimer. Says the Gemara, El Oilam Shekinu Ladar Chavarim. I had a question was, why is that considered a legitimate Kinui? That isn't involving having relations. Vistrich, we still need the Pasuk to teach us. Because Sakadat Chamina, but Kapeda the Parach Talarachmana. All of the halachas of Kinui are dependent on what bothers the husband. And the husband is upset if his, is, is warning his wife about having that type of a relationship with this man. Vikakapit, Kamashmulan Dadnat. So the Gemara spoke about hara, what constitutes hara and what not. Amishmul hara zunashika, just touching. Marshal adam shemneich et piv, just like if a person puts his finger on his mouth. When you put your finger on your lips, there's going to apply some pressure. Kiyosu, Rabbi Babachana, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Gama biyeb b'shivcha charifcha. The Torah says. By Shif you have to have Gmar Bia. That's Achnosis Torah. That's only considered a Gmar Bia. So if Gmar Bia is Achnosis Torah, says the Gemara, it must be that her raw is just Nashika. Most of Rav Sheshis, asked Rav Sheshis and Rabbi Babachana, we learned in the Brisa when the Torah says by Shif Harufa, the word Shif Hazera, Hamirak. What does Mirak mean? My love, Mirika Gid, that you have a complete act of intercourse. Loi, Mirika Atara. It only means that the Atara came there, and if the, it only means that the Atara came there, obviously, Hara is just Nashika. Kyasar of Dimi Amar of Yachanan, Hara Zuachnos is Atara. Amalai Varaba Bachana Loya Mahachi. So we asked him, but Rabbi Bachana said, not like that. Amalai Oi Ihu Shakroi, either. Rabbi Babachana is mistaken what Rabbi Yochanan held, I am not Shakroi, or I'm mistaken in Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Kiyos Ravad Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Razu Achnosus Atayra, that it only means Achnosus Atayra. Says the Gemara, Ad Rabbi Babachana, Fadi Pali. He's certainly in disagreement with Rabbi Babachana, because Rabbi Babachana said our raw is just Nashik itself. Ad Shmuel, Milema Pleilig, does it mean that he will also be disagreeing with Shmuel? Says the Gemara, it could be that Shmuel and Rava are not disagreeing. Shmuel and Rava are both saying, from the act of Shmuel, from the act of Nashika, until Achnos is all in is all considered Hara. So according to this, Ravan is saying that Achnos is Hara, and Shmuel is saying Nashik is Hara, and they're not arguing. Says the Gemara, "Kiyosur Rav Shmuel by Yehuda Amar Rav Yochanan, Rozu Achnosus Atara." For Gemar Bia means Gemar Bia Mamish. Umikam ve'elach from anything below Achnosus Atara, Eina El Nashika is considered Nashika Upatale, and it won't be considered an act of Bia. And this clearly is disagreement with Shmuel, who says that you don't have to have Achnosus Atara to make it into an act of Harah.